From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Joining me today, Garrett Andritz, Third Eye on Twitter. What's happening, Garrett? What's up? You know him as my uh, co-host on TBD, if you watch on Compound Media, Mondays at 2.30. That's a show that has no theme whatsoever, and it's working really well. <laughs> there's there's all these this random shit I always want to talk about and like when would you do it? And I feel like every show talks about current topics. Mm-hmm. So it's like let's just talk about shit that happened whenever. Who yeah. Cares? It's just yeah. interesting stories. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the story the other day about there were these two sisters who just they had some kind of weird death wish. It was unexplained. They kept running in front of cars. Kept running into highway traffic. No explanation. And then as the cops were talking to him on the side of the road, they just ran in again. And then one more time after she fought a cop. It was insane. Yeah, fought a cop to do it. It's, uh, and then uh, the last Monday that we did the show, a racial grievance suit or something like that. Oh, against a brewery? Against a brewery, yeah. Because like they had a white printer and a black guy printer, and the guy felt discriminated against or something. And one guy said the N-word to him, like, hey, what's up, my Detroit, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. And so that was they, he was trying to do a bonding thing, uh, but but very clumsily and and, yeah. uh, and stupidly for today. So the guy was in court. They were trying to establish that the guy was black. You know the guy is black. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, what's that? I don't know. I don't know what his heritage is. It's the perfect answer, though, because... In wokeness, you can't say Rachel Dolezal's black because she identifies as black. Yeah. So she's black. So unless he tells me he's black, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's black. Yeah, I don't go by skin color. And and even at that, even even without that sort of like you know harebrained kind of extension of the idea, <laughs> you know, which is also there. It's like what what do I know about his DNA? What do I know about his family background? I know zero. Therefore. You know, this this guy is... Uh, That's the one loophole you can always get when they're like, is he African-American? Well, Jamaicans are black, but they're not from Africa, you know? Or like, white Ernie Els, the golfer's from South Africa. Is he African-American? He's African-American, you know? yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> I remember when, when that idea was first kind of like brought to my attention, and I remember somebody black was like, we can't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> In Violent Brooklyn, a teen punch in the face uh, during that subway brawl. Uh, will the J Street one? The J Street Metro okay. Tech stop. Do you is that near your stop? I in, pass that every day. It's I'm like five or six after that. But. Oh wow, you're in deep Brooklyn then. Yeah, you're in deep trouble there <laughs> in Violent Brooklyn. It's always something there. 15 year old who was punched in the face by an NYPD cop is going to try to sue. It was during a wild brawl at that Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn subway station. He wants $5 million. Really? Huh. Yeah. Uh, I, I Hey, who knows, right? It was captured on viral video. Now, the video is, is just incredible. Uh, definitely be showing that on Crime Report tonight. It's uh, a, a situation where you have cops who are trying to arrest a guy because there, there was a fight there. They're trying to put a guy in cuffs. And then and there's a bunch of cops down there, like 11 or something like that. The other people around start trying to pull the guy off the cop. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to stop the guy from making the arrest, and then another cop just comes in and decks <laughs> the teenager. I mean, and and then there's they're trading. Uh, there's I've never seen anything like this. And on the subway it, platform, where one wrong step, you're on the tracks at any moment. Yeah, uh, even a missed punch or something, you trip or, <laughs> and then no one cared. They were just all out brawl. Yeah. It, it was the wildest thing, and it was just steps away from the tracks. Uh, Benjamin Marshall filed a notice of his intention to sue, 
claiming he was doing nothing wrong. He, he didn't do nothing. <laughs> when a melee broke out, uh, and uh, that was uh, October 25th, a group of teens and a dozen officers from the 84th Precinct, Marshall's father, that's uh, a fellow named Anthony Knoll, he said at a news con- uh, conference, news conference that his son was headed into the subway station to retrieve his backpack when he was slugged by a cop. He was just trying to get his backpack. Wow. He left his backpack in the subway station? He, he left it, uh, yeah, I guess he left it uh, on the cop, uh, between the cop and the guy he was arresting, maybe. Yeah, he I leaves a backpack in this fucking subway station. Whoops. The video does, just because it's like so close up, when you finally see the kid that gets hit by the cop, it does look like he's just standing there, and the cop goes up to him and punches him. I'm sure that's not what happens, but... Yeah. If you just see the video, I could see why people would think that. Well, as I was watching it, I, I was like trying to see what the and, and I was able to spot what the kid had, was was up to, just as the cop arrived, and his his hands were on the cop, and and he was like he was trying to pull him. I mean, he was he was kind of one of the main instigators. It looked like. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I'll, about toward the end of the video. Oh, towards the like end. There's like a kid in a white sweatshirt or something. Almost looked like he was facing away from the fight. And all of a sudden, a cop comes up to him and punches him, and then oh, starts fighting. Not him. that, not that first, not big the punch. first one. No, so oh, that's what I'm thinking. This guy is. Oh, maybe that was the backpack guy. Yeah. Oh well, it's just, uh, while he was there, which again left his backpack in the station. Uh, while <laughs> while he was there, he was punched multiple times by one of New York's finest, which should never happen. Noel said, "I. What do you mean? Wait, why shouldn't that happen?" course it should happen yeah nothing should ever happen nobody should ever break the law <laughs> i mean like if we're gonna talk, live in a world of should here uh if you look at the video um this is noel speaking again the father if if you look at the video uh you would see he was laying on the ground oh so this is the laying on the ground guy. and there were about six cops on his back one had his knee on his back Benjamin was crying out i can't breathe i can't breathe i can't <laughs> breathe come on with the i can't breathe that's got to stop. That shit is stale. It's just stale. Of course you can breathe. What do you mean you can't breathe? Did he die? It goes to show people yell, I can't breathe, when it's not uh, yeah. about to be fatal. The fact that you could say, I can't breathe, is proof that you can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you know who didn't want to hear that? Flutzy. Boy, she got... Oh, she, really? Yeah, because as it turns out, has asthma. <laughs> suffers from asthma and so she's like no you don't understand asthma I'm like okay yeah, I get your empathy but look yeah. usually when girls say you just don't understand that usually wins me over in their argument and then I see their side yeah <laughs> <All the time. laughs> I used to keep going forever <laughs> you don't understand no you don't understand I do understand <laughs> I understand more than you do <laughs> Man, they, you cannot win. There's been a lot going on with the subways, though. That had, like a week ago, it was the guy that just pushed the girl, like a collateral damage, into the side of the subway. A woman, yeah, she right really. Right by J Street. That was DeKalb, which is like a stop away or whatever. That is violent Brooklyn subway action for you at its finest because and, she hit it and like clonk. <laughs> and she really, and they got that guy too, by the way. He was oh, arrested, right. which is good. Yeah, my friend lives at that stop, and he said that day he got out, there were. Th- Two or three camera crews and hundreds of posters everywhere with his face and everything. Yeah. Oh, well. Looking for him. Well, I mean, it, it's when it's on video and it's undeniable and it looks so terrible, I can see why they would prioritize it. I mean, because it's not like she was, uh, I mean, the train wasn't moving and she wasn't, I, no way she was seriously injured, if, if at all. 
I mean, no. yeah, she got pushed into the side of a train. It was really shitty. Yeah, it, that it, pretty it, much it. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't feel good. And then, did you see the uh, the guns pulled on the guy in the train? Yeah, I did see that. Uh, uh, some a cops. train pulls up to a station, uh-huh. and it's full, like not packed, but like every seat's full, and there's a few people standing. And before the doors open, all of a sudden, in one section, everyone gets up and runs out of the way, and they're like, "Whoa!" And there's just one guy sitting on a bench with his hands up. And once the doors open, like six cops come in with their guns and like pull them down, arrest them, and everyone said that was excessive force. And but then it turned out he like knife someone or something like there was some reason why they were yeah that's the thing it's they're not i i saw it tweeted and and the guy who tweeted it was saying if uh and just so you know this is how an arrest goes down with the nypd look at this excessive yeah, yeah. if you can't see they're holding their guns on this guy i'm they're like pointing the gun through the glass at other people in the subway and stuff it's, it, it's very difficult for people to uh sort of make the leap that your friend's a criminal, <laughs> or, or or this, this guy person, is, yeah. is a criminal, and, and and like in the case of uh, like on Safe Space today, it was it wasn't in New York City, but a woman was so mad because her brother got shot by a clerk who was being robbed by her brother. Uh, he had a he showed the gun, he demanded the money. The guy took out a gun and shot him, and she. To her, it was just black and white, basically. That like, there's no reason to do that. What was it she said? <laughs> so he was robbing him. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's not like it's you know the grandmother you expect, right? You know they can they can do nothing wrong uh. for, for the grandma. But about this case, Eric Adams actually came out. Uh, he's a former cop, and uh, you know he's they they've called for a formal investigation of this incident with this fight down in the subway okay. uh, where the guy's suing, and they're they're. They love to call for these formal investigations, and it's really annoying. I mean, because everybody's so quick to demand it. Uh-huh. It's just a political thing. Yeah. Eric Adams is the fucking borough president, which is not a job. It is That job is so nothing. It's a ceremonial job. It used to be something because there used to be... Um, it was something up until 89. So okay. since 90, it's been a ceremonial job. Are you even elected into it? Yeah, you get uh. elected for, for a four-year term, and you can do two in a row just like president and mayor and shit. And you get $160,000 a year. What the fuck? 160 grand to make a couple of like appointments and say, no, you can't build a jail in my borough. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. There's nothing for them to do. They, I mean, the rest of it is just like they can show up places if they want. Is there they a can, president of Manhattan and Queens? And yeah, the yeah. There's one for all. Right now, Melinda Katz is running for DA. She is the the borough president of Queens. Uh, Eric Adams in Brooklyn. In oh, the so Bronx, have, it's like, Ruben Diaz. And uh, Gail Brewer, I think, is uh, something like that. What? So they have two jobs, pretty much. They're like... President thing is such a no nothing that they can have a real job. And if also. they, oh right, yeah. yeah. Well, she, yeah, you can run for office in your downtime, I guess. <laughs> but no, she. I don't think she would be able to be borough president and DA at the same time. Oh, okay. I mean, this isn't Portland, you know, <laughs> where they have the mayor is is also the police, the police commissioner. commissioner. Yeah, that that, you know what? Considering how things go here with De Blasio, it really he might as well be both. True. Because O'Neill just does exactly what the mayor wants. Of course, he works for him. I understand it. But Jesus, man, it's got to be tough to treat your fellow cops that way. In fact, Joe Murray, who is 
the Republican candidate for DA in Queens, and he's actually uh, going to be a guest on my show tonight. Can't wait to meet him. He was a cop for 15 years. He's very pro-cop and stuff like that, but he one of the reasons that he's running for Queens DA is because of the Pantaleo firing, you know. Dan Pantaleo, of course, yep. yeah, down in Staten Island. The so corner guy. Yeah. Oh, another one he hated was seeing the cops when they get water dumped on them and they can't do anything about it. That, People, theme, that seemed to stop, thankfully. Yeah, I don't know why. videos of it, you know. Yeah, they're not, at least they're not, uh, <laughs> the videos are not as widely uh, seen, I suppose. It's just a it's just a nightmare what's going on with the cops. It's a bad time for police, and yet they do their job. And that's, that's, that's absolutely, I love the guy punching this kid. <laughs> you would never, ever punch a kid now, you know, or anybody, unless you really needed to. Yeah, yes. But you know everyone's filming and stuff, yeah. Yeah, the climate now is such that, like, you just, I mean, but you have to take control of a situation like that. They're there to keep the peace. If he hadn't have done that, there's no telling if that shit would have uh-huh. spilled out onto the tracks, if, if the guy would have actually gotten the cop's gun. Because it's not that hard in, in a crowd like that when you're surrounded by people. They're pulling you off uh-huh. of somebody, you know, weird shit can happen. Now, one thing I wanted to mention, do you remember a couple of years ago when a postman was in Brooklyn, he was arrested by the cops, and it was a bit of a, an issue uh, because no. he like yelled at the cops saying that they it was like this underco- a car full of detectives. They were undercover. And he's a postman. Well, he says that... Um, this car was driving recklessly. This, these undercover cops, and they almost hit him in his truck. And uh, he, he yelled told him, at like, them, "Slow down or something." Or? Yeah, he yelled like, uh, "Watch where the fuck you're going." Yeah. And so, I know fuck was in it. <laughs> and so they back up, you know, and they start talking to him. They want to see his ID and shit like that. He goes, "It's in the truck." And next thing you know, they're taking the guy to jail. Now I don't know if what the you know, probable cause or whatever, but you know, uh-huh. like I, I would assume the guy's attitude wasn't great, and that you know they can arrest you uh, if you yell at police. It's one of those freedom of speech things. You know, they say like, well, freedom of speech, you know, doesn't mean freedom uh, to speak without consequences. <laughs> you might get fired from your job if you say some racist shit or something. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Well, yelling at cops, some shit might happen, even if you are a federal employee. I get. He must have kept giving him attitude. Or something because yeah, it wouldn't seem to be enough to just yell once. Once, and then they're like, "Well, we're arresting you anyway." And then he's cooperative, like, "Oh, okay. oh look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't know you guys were cops." But here's what happened recently, uh, very recently, in fact, about I don't know a week ago, maybe. That guy was involved in a road road rage incident, right? Oh no! He cut off this car, and he got a gun out. 45 and pointed it at the the people in the car. Didn't he's arrested. Shoot. He didn't shoot him. Oh. And Garrett, they were detectives. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. He pointed a gun at these fucking detectives. God, this guy is the worst luck. And and yeah, bad luck. He pointed a gun in traffic at the wrong car. Oh. But it's absolutely you couldn't write it, you know. 
Either he is like so rageful that he gets into a fight with everyone, mm-hmm. and then it just has to happen that eventually he gets into fights with two cops, yeah. or he's the most unlucky guy, and the only two times he flips out. Mm-hmm. Oh, he my hulks God. out. I mean, in the first time, you go, okay, now he's fucked. Being right in one situation or being uh-huh. wrong in what it doesn't mean that he was wrong in that other situation. And I mean, people raised hell. Eric Adams, that borough uh, yeah, president yeah. in Brooklyn, he was like. I think that they should be reprimanded, and he, people were, um, he tried to sue him. I don't know how far it went. Okay. I'm sure the law department just wrote him a check. That's what they do. <laughs> and it was, you know, people commented on the story that I had read, and they're like, they should be brought up on federal charges and all this shit. It's like, it's not that big a fucking deal. because... Oh, Sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes you swear at cops and they run you in. <laughs> One big deal was that they left the truck unattended. But, I mean, that's what happened. Oh, yeah. And I guess it interfered with the delivery of the mail. That was something that interested Eric Adams. But it's very, like, political. Borough Bur- president's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's nothing. They weigh in on shit. Uh, they have these staffs. Like, Melinda Katz had a staff has of, like, 56 people. On staff. She's got a limo driver. Eric Adams has three fucking drivers. On staff? Yeah. Oh. Their combined budget for, and I was just, I happen to be looking at this today, it's like 14 million some odd dollars. For two people? No, for, for all the borough presidents, the whole staff, oh, all their okay. staffs together, 14 million a year. And, no and that's one just the staff, not them. Who they are, what they do, or anything. It's like, what's I mean, the point? I suppose it's written down. Oh, the, the borough presidents? Yeah. You get a quote from them <laughs> for your newspaper article. <laughs> and they're all very, you know. I, I, I'm a little concerned about this Queens DA race, though, because there was a woman named Saban. She was the Democrat socialist candidate endorsed by AOC, okay. endorsed by Bernie, endorsed by Liz Warren. She was saying that we should just legalize sex work all together, legalize sex work. Okay. Nobody really thinks that. A lot of people say that, but you don't really you're not thinking it through. No. It's not a good idea. <laughs> you can, and I on a personal level just think you it should not encourage women to put a price tag on pussy. Definitely. Well, it could because, drive the price down, though. No, what, I don't think so. <laughs> no. The price, it could. Supply but I, would go up. Supply, you know? kind of. But I think they would all, like, sort of get together and set the price, <laughs> like OPEC. Price fixing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're sitting on all the pussy, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't trust that situation at all. You know, of course, it's going it, look, it's going to go up for auction. It was what would happen. It would be the highest bidder. Yeah. With, like, it's not like that anyway already, I guess. But I love the story about that Gray's guy. It's it's just a... By the way, he was also arrested a few months ago, and that he has a charge still pending, a case still pending. Is he still a mailman? As far as I know, I don't, this might be the limit for uh, strangulation uh, of, of somebody. So that's... How hard do you think it is to become a mailman in New York City? <laughs> Pretty uh, well, okay. Because that's and, a t- and this is I'm not saying this out of any sort of like this, I had no like racial motivation to say this or anything like this. But if you're a black guy or a Hispanic yeah, guy, a week. Yeah, yeah, it's not that tough. Uh-huh. For us, I don't. I still don't think it would be hard, but I, uh, we we wouldn't be prioritized. That's for sure. Garrett's a white guy, by the way. Usually here, it's like Asian guys. At least in yeah. at the studio and stuff, yeah. I've seen, I think, yeah, the mail carrier in my neighborhood is Asian, too. 
Have you noticed how much they've like gotten slack on the uniforms? Oh yeah. Yeah, he used to be like he wore a uniform. Uh-huh. Now it's like it's a t-shirt. Well, now they deliver like beard. every day too. It's it what? Be, they didn't do- used to deliver mail every day. No, not on the weekends. Oh right. Well, they do, oh yeah. They don't do it on Sunday though. I thought they did. I get maybe. mail on Sunday sometimes. Dude, so maybe it's just FedEx or something. I don't know. Maybe, but. maybe. I don't know. But that's maybe another I'm wrong. like twenty year job and then you can retire with a pension kind of thing, right? There's so many of those in New York City. <laughs> that I wish I was smart enough to at it, least look into. It's well it's not too late. I guess. Kinda too late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, can you work for a living now? Really? No. Me neither. No yeah. fucking way. Throw the book at him. It says this is uh, two teens who attacked an elderly man in Queens. An elderly man who tried to uh, break up their uh, apparent play fight. Come now. What, what's with the play fighting? <laughs> Why, what are you doing breaking up a fight, old elderly man? Trying to do the right thing. Uh, boys, boys, you don't need to be fighting with each other. Ah! <laughs> no, put me down. My cane. <laughs> Queens. It was in front of a Queens library, according to sources. And disturbing footage released by NYPD. The vicious assault, which happened just after 11 a.m. This is a morning time deal. Uh, left the 79-year-old victim with, oh my fucking God, a broken femur and ribs. <laughs> No, it's not too hard. A 79-year-old femur, probably not. They could have just pushed him away and he fell. Might have been a little brittle. But but still, a broken femur is some serious shit. I mean, you can die from that. Especially at that age. Yeah. Two teenage boys uh, appear to be play fighting in front of a uh, Cambria Heights public library, Linden Avenue. They were approached by the man who tried to break up the fisticuffs. Well, the boys turned on the man, began chasing him down the sidewalk. (laughs) Why? He's, it's like, where's mind your own business? Mind your own business, yes. But why? Don't you? beat up an old dude. <laughs> that too. No, yeah. One of the kids uh, pushed the man to the ground while the other barraged him with punches to the face and chest. Jesus. According to the police and video footage, the attackers fled. The victim was taken to the Long Island Jewish Valley Stream Hospital. Um, see if I can get this footage up. What the hell happened here? Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, oh, that's the guy's being. Right in the middle of the day on the. Busy corner, but yeah, he's backing up. They chase. <laughs> oh my god, the one the, kid's not even like he pushed him and then and then five le- feet and then walked back. Yeah, that, he's they're small. Yeah, I mean, I think he mostly tripped there, you know, uh, yeah, just trying to get away. And the kid kind of, yeah, helped him. Uh, it wasn't a bad punt, it was like a, one of those wild swinging punches kind of thing. But yeah. then the guy who, once he was down, yeah, he, he, yeah. Was, he was fucking him up. Well, what do we have here? This, this looks like some uh, some bullshit. I, uh, yeah, the second video that comes along, you can't count on that one. If it was such a good video, it'd be its own story. <laughs> um, we have uh, crime. I, I'm, I'm really getting backed up on crimes. I'm not even kidding, man. It is. It used to be like, you know, you, you have like, oh, okay, this is good. This is the main thing that's happening. I don't even know what the main thing that's happening is now. The 16-year-old girl who, was, who narrowly survived getting shot outside her Queens High School, she's afraid to go back there. She's crying and scared, uh, Samantha Singh said. She doesn't want to go back to school, maybe. We will homeschool now. I would recommend it. I would recommend it. I wouldn't send anybody to school. School's the worst. I mean, fuck school. I ain't going to school. I have to agree with you. I, I now, it's not it. like you'd be a loner now. You, there's 
especially in the city, you know, there's so many activities you could sign up for or whatever. You don't need school. You can learn online. Yeah, I don't need to be socialized in this manner. Yeah. You if know. you do something wrong, you're penalized and put in detention. It's all humiliated humi- by teachers uh-huh. and peers and coaches, and everybody has control over you. Having and, and to wake up super early all the time is like, what's the point? And and and, and homework then, you know, like I got I to gotta make uh-huh. a what by when? I have to study a thing. <laughs> uh, I hated fucking school. The more I think about it, the more I even like college to thought of doing it more like learning stuff and being tested on it Ugh. and being talked to by some, you know, whatever they have their, your life in their hands. That was my biggest disappointment. Like I I was finally I go to college. I don't have to just take classes that they forced me to take and I can learn stuff. And then it was the same crap as high school. Yeah. Half the classes I was made to take because it was a liberal arts college or something. And then... Oh, that is boring. Yeah, it was just all about taking tests and memorizing things for a test. And you didn't learn anything still. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, requirements. I, it, it, I, I had remedial fucking math in, in college or whatever, like a, a low-level algebra class. I had algebra in high school. Uh-huh. But I didn't test out of it, I guess. Yeah. Can't imagine why. So I just remember going into these labs and just like, there's no way that I ever like really passed it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even, I just remember going in there and just being blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Here it is. I, I just, I, 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 my college career was really stupid. Me Majored too. in print journalism, which is a, then I would switch my major, of course, to alcoholism. <laughs> and did you drink a lot in college? No, yeah, smoked a lot of weed. I drank some, but mostly weed. I, but yeah, I was the same thing. I was like a media major, but media was changing. Right, at least for me, it was like right at two thousand ninety-five to two thousand. Everything oh. was changing. It was no one. We were learning stuff and like how to we saved it on zip disks and stuff. And then you know, this is so lame. Yeah, the stuff I was learning was even more. It was like printing press level stuff. You know, just like oh, this is how you. Uh, the newspaper has to be after the line. Yeah. You know, editing. You just and knew in ten years it was going to be totally different. Or actually, I didn't know. I was pretty no. dumb. I, I I didn't I didn't see it coming. I wasn't even thinking broadcast. I was just thinking like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I will just be a newspaper writer. <laughs> I really thought I was going to be a newspaper writer. I think that's why I'm so interested in this shit now, because it has changed a lot. They changed the standards. The AP standards now are something like, you can say opinions in the news if it's something that's just true. Do, was that how it used to be? We didn't notice it? or It changed it in changed. 2008. Because yeah, I remember as a kid, reading the AP was boring, because it was just the facts, and you didn't, it wasn't... Like interesting as a kid to read. Yeah, which and is then perfect. Now I hear, yeah, which is I want now. But, <laughs> but no, they 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 have a definite slant. I don't understand why it's a story that this girl doesn't want to go to school. <laughs> I know she, she almost got shot. Well, she got shot in the shoulder. Oh. It, it says, and of course they they you know uh, the, yeah. the bullet that tore through her shoulder, and the slug remains lodged nearby, uh, close to a major artery. Is she Asian? She's uh, yes. Uh, Indian, specifically. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, Singh is the name. I am really worried about her. I hope she's going to be okay. <laughs> I hope she. I hope she uh, goes goes through with that. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, do the homeschooling thing. Now, a robbery attempt by a bumbling duo at a Brooklyn bodega was foiled by a tough as nails cash register. 
uh, uh, footage, uh, tough as nails cash register. What? Wow. Footage released by the cop show. Now, the robbery uh, began just before 1 a.m. when a man walked into the Thunderdale on Nostrand Avenue. Uh, That's asking, where I live. Yeah? Nostrand? Nostrand. Near that area? Uh, Nostrand. But it's a long one, so. Uh, right. A lot of people uh, live on it. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find a cross street here. Uh, um, do, you, do you know the Thunder Deli? Thunder Deli. Is that the Thunder Dell? I mean, maybe. Uh, asked to buy a bottle of water while his armed accomplice slipped in behind him, according to authorities. Uh, the crook at the counter suddenly reaches over and grabs the 37-year-old employee's shirt while the gunman makes his way behind the counter, the video shows. Uh, while his pistol, with his pistol pointed at the clerk, the gun... The gun-wielding man uh, futilely tries to open the register and then backs away, according to the video, and then they fled empty-handed. They could not get the register open. That's the issue. Oh, so it was a tough red cash register. It was, yeah. <laughs> I, th I, I thought maybe I read that wrong or something, but that's uh, tough as nails. I think it's <laughs> it's electronic, and he doesn't understand how it works. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't know what button to push. I would ask the guy to do it while I had my gun pointed uh, yes, out of my thing. Uh -huh. so, no, I'm going to open it. Now, remember those ones, the cash registers, those old ones that were big, metal, iron fucking uh -huh. the buttons that you push? Yep. Those They'd stick down even, right? Yeah. yeah Ka-ching. <laughs> that's what the literal cha-ching. We had one of those. That's what I learned on. I had, <laughs> and those machines will last forever, but you have to have them professionally serviced. You know, there's really? people still come by. Oil it all Gears up or whatever, and, stuff, yeah. and get it all working for you. I could see that. What an expensive piece of machinery it probably is, and what a beautiful piece of machinery. And would it would it keep track of all your sales that day somehow? Yeah, I'm sure. It adds a yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. It would like print. Uh, I don't know if it prints anything. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I never worked with a cash register. Register so. Oh, at all? Ever? Yeah. You never had a cashier job? Never. Did you ever have like a pizza delivery job? Nope. You seem like a pizza delivery guy. Thanks. <laughs> I had like a file clerk job for six months to a year, maybe. I was a caddy for a while. Caddy. That was high school years. You huh. know, a computer lab kind of thing in college. Wow. So, yeah. But you you really have had a cushy life. I have. Carrying those uh, golf clubs must have been hard. But you had a <laughs> cart, right? No, not no. your caddy, no. Oh, okay. Back in the, that was That'd back be silly if you caddying. hired a caddy and he just drove your cart around. I thought that was what they did. I didn't know. You're like, hand me that club. Uh, I uh, never have been golfing. You've got, you obviously golf. Yeah, I grew up on Country Club Road. Oh, wow. Shit. So Were like, you members of the club then? Yep. And you, and so you got to be, and, and was it like, uh, was there a Bushwood feel to it? Was there a, a Judge Smales? Kind of. There was, you know, like, you couldn't wear jeans. You had to wear a collared shirt. Kids couldn't play until, like, after 2 o'clock or something like that. There was some. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing baby Ruth in the pool. That should be one of our top six lists. Six funniest scenes from Caddyshack. So probably come up with two completely different yeah, lists. Yeah. Love that fucking movie. It might be the best comedy of all time. I don't know. I mean, like I mean, it's every a thing scene is a, a scene, you know, like a memorable scene. Exactly. Much. Quality movie. Hell, I, I guess we better 
wrap it up because, like, uh, what the fuck? I gotta be back here in a little bit. Oh, sweet. interview, yeah, for uh, Crime Report. Once again, you're, I guess you're not even getting to take off early at this point, but. Ah, no, not bad. All right. Well, uh, we'll be on again, TBD, Monday, uh, 2.30. Any idea what we're talking about? I guess it's to be decided. No, I like panic the whole week trying to find stuff. And then like kind of at the end of the week. And then there's, too, and then there's too much. And then there's too much, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, thanks again, Garrett, for yep. being here. Thank you Thank for you. listening to New York City Crime Report. This does not usually have a happy ending.